Welcome back to the I-501C, the podcast for nonprofit board members. And today I want to talk about board succession planning. Hey, everybody, this is Michael Corley. Just wanted to let you know we are now sending out a weekly, very brief newsletter tips, tricks, pointers to nonprofit executives. That includes both board members and CEOs, executive directors. If you're interested in receiving this, please go to thecorleycompany.com forward slash newsletter and you can sign up. Once again, that's thecorleycompany.com forward slash newsletter. Oh boy, it's kind of that time of year. Uh, We've got new boards coming on, new people coming on boards. Typically, a lot of fiscal years, July 1st and Many of you know, as I do, sometimes, all right, last man standing, who gets the next board position? Or who's going to be the secretary? Who's going to be the treasurer? And it's not a well-thought-out process. And unfortunately, when that happens, you really are doing your organization a disservice because you're not going to have the, the leadership skills and capabilities in those important positions that are so necessary. So let's talk a little bit about board succession planning. So you you typically have four or five officer positions, you have chair, vice chair, secretary, treasurer, and maybe past chair. Those are typically your officer positions. And in some organizations, the vice chair will ascend to the chair role. And if, if you can do that, if you can create that pathway and you've got the right people in place, that is really a, a smart way to do it. Unfortunately, it doesn't always work out that way as change happens. But if you can prep that vice chair to take over that chair role, very important so that he or she, once they take over, they, they really they should not have skipped a beat and then have that chair move into that past chair role and make sure that there is a, a job description for that individual. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Be very intentional about the people you move into leadership positions on the board. It's just like an organiza- any organization, leadership matters and it will dictate the strength of the organization and, and the organization's uh, reputation in the, in the community. So be very thoughtful. What skills do you need in those positions? Board chair, what skills do you want in that position? Vice chair, if he or she's going to ascend to the chair role, obviously skills should be consistent with what you're going you're gonna to desire in the chair. The treasurer, obviously, <laughs> obviously, this probably goes without saying, and sorry to all you accountants out there who always get stuck in the chair treasurer position, it's want to have some financial acumen, and that's really important. And then the secretary, of course, is reviewing the bylaws, takes the minutes, and is the well, sec- secretary of the organization, so should have some some level of detail. Uh, the ba- past chair, obviously, would be the, the past uh, chair role and position. So you want to look at the skills of each of the positions and what you need as an organization, how that complements the CEO. That's really important, the CEO be involved in that process because he or she should have some say on the individuals that he or she is going to work with. So once you have that, then you identify the people that are currently on the board and who should be slotted for various positions. And this is where kind of a recruiting process starts. And you may know that, hey, I'm going to want Michael Corley in six months or a year from now to move into that. We'll have that conversation with him. Start to lay the groundwork. Make sure you've got a job description for each board position that you can share with the Michael Corleys of the world or, or whomever, and to start to, to lay that groundwork. And then be prepared when people accept to have a very thorough onboarding process. I can't emphasize that enough, the importance of onboarding, even if somebody has sat on the board for I don't care how long, six years. If they're moving into the officer position, 
they need to be oriented along with the other officers from an officer perspective. What are we going, and this is where the chair would take the, the role on this, what are we going to do as this group of officers? How are we going to lead the board? How are we going to operate? How are we going to interact? How often are we going to talk? And of course, function of this is the, is the size of the organization, but very intentional. How are we going to honor the people that are rolling off the board, rolling off the executive committee? Because you want to have a, from a from an onboarding to an offboarding, you really want to have a gracious, joyous process because that'll allow you to recruit and bring on new people. So, so in short, I, I don't think I'm saying anything earth sharing here other than we want to be intentional throughout the year of identifying board leadership, we should recognize board leadership is really important. We don't put somebody in just because they've been there the longest or they missed a meeting that we all joke about, but you've got, you want to be very strategic and intentional. Who you put on the board, do they compliment the CEO? Or are they gonna butt heads? Sometimes butting heads is okay. Just know that and understand that. But majority of the time, you're really gonna want something complimentary to the, to the CEO. Just be, be intentional, be strategic, do your recruiting, do your onboarding, do your training, and then watch as your board continues to ascend. And maybe, just maybe, you will become a board of choice for those aspiring board members in your community. This is Michael Corley, I5ONC, the podcast for nonprofit board members, and we will see you next week.